Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When the sun goes down, all the monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark, your host, Geo Brown. Hi, this is Mel Heflin, actress and model, and you're listening to Geo After Dark. That's right, you are listening to Geo After Dark. This is your host, coming back to you after taking a week off. Uh, just trying to get some things in order here. Been pretty busy, been doing a lot of things. Therefore, I have to juggle a lot. You find you'll have to do that a lot if you're an artist. And uh, yours truly is uh, definitely in that same zone. So, that being said, I'm back. I want to put it out there to those who really do like what I do. Uh, Thank you, number one, for liking what I do. It's a lot of fun, but at the same time, too, it's a lot of work. Most recently, if you've heard any of my past podcasts, I've been mentioning little things here and there, or if you've even seen on social media, I've mentioned it. I am actually working with uh, SQ Horror Magazine. And uh, this is actually kind of exciting for me because their first maiden issue, issue number one, yours surely uh, was able to actually get uh, some of his artwork in the form of a new story onto their pages. So that was very fun. And it uh, looks like I'm going to be doing a lot more with them. So just going to be a lot of work for yours truly. And uh, when you do what you love, it's not really work. So I'm all for it. We're going to batten down the hatches and uh, you're damn well right. We're going to get the job done. So beyond that, I've also had a couple of really cool freelance jobs I've been working on. As an artist, you got to do what you got to do, and that's the cool thing, because I was just at uh, Free Comic Book Day this past weekend, as a matter of fact, just yesterday, and upon which, uh, I've had to tell my story quite a few times to new people who never heard of me before, and uh, along those lines as well, it was really cool to actually tell them, you know, it's not just a matter of doing graphic novels and being a graphic novelist. I mean, I'm all indie, so that means I got to do whatever I got to do to put bread on the table. And uh, it's not always easy. Nevertheless, I managed to do okay. And it's a process. It's always a process. Every day, 
that you work as a freelance graphic designer, as an artist, there's going to be a process involved. I get up in the morning. I don't wait for somebody to tell me what to do. Now, granted, my usual evening ends about 4 o'clock in the morning, and I start all over again at about, I don't know, probably about anywhere from 11 to noon. So in that process, I am sleeping my ass off, enjoying sleeping, but nevertheless, got to get up and do it all over again. It's exciting to do, but you got to be a self-starter. And if you're not a self-starter, you're not going to get very far. Because quite honestly, most people just like to turn over, go back to bed. But you can't do that. So, I mean, if, it, if you got to get the job done, you got to do what you got to do. And that means getting up, getting ready to start the day. And like I said, I do a lot of freelance art. So lately, it's been all about doing uh, some projects, book covers. But they're fairly... Uh, cool to do and I like doing them so it gives me a chance to just get a little cash in the old pockets there and uh, take me on to the next project so like I was talking about SQ Horror Magazine and I are working together on a new project and it's called Killer Katie and the Indelible State of Being now the story behind this is actually story of a vampire who uh, <laughs> she is actually in this big old decrepit mansion she'd been buried in this big old decrepit mansion and well she is actually unearthed by a ghost hunter that's gotten a lot of reports that the house itself is kind of haunted so lo and behold he goes in there with his cheesy little camera and his you know one man show unearths killer Katie when he hears a knock in the wall, using uh, the old adage of the candlestick on the wall, you turn it, and sure enough, something magical happens, or something hidden happens, I should say. Well, in this particular situation, uh, he frees Killer Katie. He becomes her first victim. And so that's episode one, or issue one, or comic one. I'm not exactly sure what we even call this. These are going to be like little Sunday comics. So this is kind of a continuation of my salute to Sunday comics. And um, no, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Unfortunately, what that also means is that things for me are becoming a process to where I, getting everything done and getting everything situated is not easy. And like I said before, uh, this is something where basically I do everything myself. The art, the writing, all of that good stuff, the podcast, all of this. Even deep inside the pirate office, which I'm sure um, I'm still trying to do an episode of deep inside the pirate office and get that out to you. But in the process of which of everything else here, uh, that's not been easy. So I'm still working on that. I've been, I was supposed to have this episode uh, of deep inside the pirate office, episode number two, out this past week. Unfortunately, like I said, everything that I do, it's a juggling act. So, in the process of that, this whole... Uh, so here I am, trying to make everything kind of happen. And it's not easy. So, uh, yours truly is trying to do everything you can to make that uh, an actual thing that people can enjoy. You got to get the name out there. And this past weekend, like I said, a free comic book day. I was at Four Color Fantasy. They do a, a really kick-ass uh, 
free comic book day. And, and I, it's over in Rancho Cucamonga. I had a good time. Uh, had a really good time meeting up with some of my good artist friends, other creators, uh, John Narcomi, uh, Luis Escobar, uh, who's, you know, a great artist for The Simpsons. John Narcomi has, has been a great creator for a long time as well. And these guys uh, are really, really super cool. I'm excited to actually say that they are good friends of mine. All things considering, the actual process of getting things done. Now this is something that you need to think about as a creator, as an artist, and as somebody who needs to get the job done. This is your whole process of getting the job done. And what is that process? Well, that's completely up to you. You have to think about all these things that are coming into play. How do you get the name out there? How do you do what you do? How do you also promote the shit out of yourself? And how do you get the job done? How do you get more work created? You know, this past weekend was, was a lot of work um, because not only did I have free comic book day to contend with and enjoy and have a good time with, but I also have to get this episode of the podcast done, you know, Geo After Dark. I also have to work on a project that I've, you know, got a freelance job here. Like I said before, I do, you know, book covers and all kinds of stuff. So that had to get done. And this is not me complaining that, you know, I'm getting work. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited that all this is coming through. But at the same time, it is a process that you really got to think about if you're going to take on job after job after job. Indeed. As a freelance creator and as somebody who's going to make money doing freelance work, you got to think about all these things that you want to take. And yeah, they're money. And yeah, that's great. But you got to make sure you can get all these jobs done. You don't want to get a name out there that you can't finish your project, so you can't get the job done. So to top it off, this whole thing that I'm doing with SQ Horror Magazine, all right, I'm very excited to do it. Like I said, this is just something that is a great way to get out all this energy of what I like to do. Uh, it's going to be a regular monthly feature through SQ, but also it's going to be a weekly feature as well throughout the week. Now, those of you who remember Sunday Comics, and they, they still may do this. I don't get the paper anymore. The LA Times, screw them. They, they, their salespeople suck, and they call you cold-calling you, you know, with bullshit deals and stuff. So, uh, screw that noise. But... Man's got to know his limitations. I used to get them, and when I did, I still remember back in the day when I used to sit there in the original pirate office and... Uh, you know, I'd get up on Sunday mornings in the original Casa de Braun, and I would actually go to the local, I think it was a Rite Aid, go to the local Rite Aid there, they had little uh, paper, you know, machines, so the Sunday paper would pop out of them, you put a quarter in or whatever, I think on uh, 75 cents, and it'd give you the Sunday edition of the newspaper. I know there's some of you out there who still read the actual newsprint of the newspaper, not just on your iPad or on your computer. Hell yeah! I sure enough, remember not only getting them on Sundays. I mean, I used to enjoy the hell out of that because I would sit there and I had two rabbits. I had two lesbian rabbits. And I say that because rabbits will hump anything. And I had two females, so they would hump each other all the time. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. But nevertheless, um, I used to enjoy the hell out of reading them the Sunday papers, which really it's just reading it to myself, but they could give a rat's ass. But they're too busy humping. Nevertheless, um, 
I used to just sit there and enjoy. I used to have my cup of coffee. It was Sunday morning, so I'd just be sitting there out in the patio area of Casa de Bron. I had a back patio area. It was very nice. And it just chill and just read the Sunday paper. And I have to admit, it was a really good time because here I am doing my own little version of that. You know, we'll both with Tubbins and Wiley, which I'm still working on to bring it up to you. But also with this new venture, Killer Katie and the Indelible State of Being. Um, this whole story is going to be a lot of fun for me because it's going to be about a vampire. And it's going to be basically a vampire brought into modern day. A vampire who is from the Victorian era, who is very, very much um, still in that mindset. But now here she is. She can't find her fortune. Her treasure has been completely uprooted and taken away. And now she's stuck having to do a real job. So she works, you know, a real job and has to talk to people and do things. But at the same time, she's a vampire. So I think I'm going to kind of really enjoy the hell out of doing this. That being said, um, the whole process of which is going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoy the idea of, like I said, bringing these stories to life. These, this is just going to be more of a, a fun uh, entertaining, almost, not even almost, it's going to be a comedic story of this vampire in a stranger, kind of in a strange land type scenario. And uh, as I sit here drinking my giant mug of coffee, I got to tell you this, uh, it's going to be a big process. It's going to be, or I'm trying to actually work on this so I can actually turn it into something else. Uh, and that's what I'm working with SQ on. So here I am trying to put this thing together. And like I said before, the Sunday funnies were great, but during the week they would give like a one panel or one little three panel story of every character that they used to do on the Sunday comics, you know? Uh, so this is going to be really interesting because this is going to be me giving these little stories, uh, one after another, five days a week. It's going to go on sq.com, their actual website, and it's going to be interesting. So be looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Everything kind of like, you know, when you take a new venture like this, you really got to just batten down the hatches. And when I start working on a project, it becomes work in the sense that you got to get the job done. You know, you can't just say, hey, whenever I feel like it, I'll go ahead and I'll do it. You're the boss. You know, and that's the cool thing is being the boss. But in being the boss, you're the one who has to make those decisions. That gets the job done. So this is a, this is a lesson from your old uh, buddy Geo here. Keep getting the job done. Keep focusing on what you got to focus on to get that job done. Don't take your eye off the ball. That's enough cliches for one night. Let's talk a little more about Free Comic Book Day. Well, now, those of you who have listened to some of the past broadcasts I've had of Geo After Dark, most recently, I mean, we're talking, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, you heard that, yeah, it, it's been kind of hellish doing uh, uh, events, you know. I did two different kinds of events, uh, both of which I crashed and burned on, and it was horrible. Um, made no money. Uh, I think I made five dollars in each of them. It was just completely ridiculous. And yeah, paid 
paid dearly in, in regards to the whole time and process of getting things done. So this is a little different though, because Four Color Fantasy and I, we've got a pretty good relationship. I'm excited to work with them. The owner is a really great guy. Uh, I've known him for a while now. And some of the artists who go and come in there are very cool, and I've known them for a while. So it's really kind of neat. The, some of their people as well. Um, Tim, if you're listening, thanks again for the help and setting up my table there. I appreciate that, dude. Seriously. Didn't have to do that for me, and you totally went the extra mile, man. you the man. Anyhow, so this whole process of getting this job done as I'm talking about it um, over there at Four Color Fantasy. Free Comic Book Day is an annual event for those of you who don't know. It's an annual event. Um, happens all across the land here in, in America. Uh, it's something where basically comic book stores have a holiday, if you will. And they give you free comics that they have in stock of various things. But also it's your opportunity if they have vendors, if they have artists, if they have whatever, uh, to kind of show their wares, show what they do, display their art, all the above. And it's a great opportunity to do that. So yours truly was there and he really had a good time doing it. It was a really a great show. Um, it, people there were really cool. It got really packed really quick. And I'm not surprised because Four Color Fantasy, they do a lot of great business. And they're the greatest show in town as far as, you know, that area. So it went really well. And I had a great time. I had a really good time because I get to see a lot of people I don't normally get to see. And here I am just kind of hanging out and enjoying it. So... Thanks again to Four Color Fantasy, and Chris, if you're listening, thank you very much, sir. You rock. All things considering, it's been a really interesting week. It's been a really interesting weekend, and lo and behold, Mother's Day appears, uh, and just in time <laughs> for that great Hallmark uh, holiday. Yours truly has, uh, his mother passed away a while back, you know, but nevertheless, it is what it is. Um, in my mind and in my heart, she's still there. And, uh, she was very proud of me when she was here on this, on this great planet. So mom, if you can hear me now, thanks. Uh, it was a good time this past mother's day because I decided to take down a Decided to take down a cactus in my backyard here at Braun Manor. This cactus is huge. The damn thing was like about seven feet tall. And, you know, some cactuses are covered in little spines, little spikes, you know, those little thorns, whatever you want to call them. Things that will prick you if they can. But in this case, yeah, it didn't look like it was that big of a deal. But see, the problem with this is in my backyard, this cactus had a fungus. A couple weeks ago, I had a party over at my humble abode here, and a botanist was one of the guests of the party, and she actually took a look in my backyard, and she started naming off trees, naming off plants and stuff, because that's what she does. And one of the things she said was that the cactus has a fungus, and that's not good among us, if you will. So uh, she said, you really should probably take that on the cactus, because what's going to happen is those spores of fungus on the cactus are going to start to spread and spread and spread. So, I didn't want my other trees in the backyard there. I have some fruit trees I don't want destroyed, uh, you know, because I, I, 
I like limes. Uh, I like figs. And uh, I don't want them all fucked up by a cactus that I don't even like. So here I am in the corner of, of good old Braun Manor here, and I'm trying to destroy this cactus. Mind you, I don't have an axe. And mind you, at the same time, too, I didn't want to go ahead and use my chainsaw. Yes, I have a chainsaw. But I didn't want to use that because I thought that was a little too much. You know, it's like using a bazooka to kill a fly. So I, I really didn't think that was a good idea. So I decided not to go that route. I decided to go ahead and use what I had, which at the time was a steak knife. And uh, what else did I use? Oh, a pair of tongs. So I thought that would do the job. I mean, you know, how, how bad could a cactus get? Well, I found out because uh, the steak knife uh, had a hell of a time cutting through a large portion of the cactus. What I didn't realize was the cactus itself yeah, in some areas it was about five inches thick and it was dried out so it was like really hard to kind of cut through. At some point it felt like I was cutting through a freaking corpse. Oh my! Really hard to get through and really, I mean, you stick into it and you try to cut but man, it it's, that wasn't that easy. It was, it kind of sucked. So I ended up getting another tool that I used to make uh, the edge nice and even here in my Braun Manor. And I used it like a fucking axe. <laughs> Yeah. I started cutting into that bad boy, man. I tell you what, I got a lot of aggression out, man. I felt great. Um, yeah, I started hitting that sucker with all my might. And the end of it is a, a bladed edge. So I just started cutting into that cactus a little. And I, here, here's the thing. I didn't want the spores to start like flying through the air, right? So I'm trying to go as easy as I can. And it's just not working. So I ended up uh, just using the damn you know, bladed edger to go ahead and cut through this thing, man. And yeah, I tell you, that, that, that can got so heavy after I was done, it was ridiculous. I was like literally a couple bodies worth of, you know, these, these cactuses, they hold a lot of water and they're just heavy as hell. What I didn't plan on is all that water just squirting everywhere. And, and then to top it off, there's portions of the cactus that actually have like a red dye, I don't know, juice. I guess is the best way to call it. Oh, that's nasty. I'll be damned, man, if that stuff didn't look like it was bleeding through the cactus. I mean, it looked pretty gross. And uh, I'm covered up with gloves. If you've seen me on Facebook, I, you saw a picture of me covered in gloves, wearing my sunglasses like I normally do outside when I go out. And, uh, you know, I had a big old mask over my face. I mean, it was quite interesting. The most interesting part was I knew I needed an axe, but I don't own an axe. So... I really should just use the chainsaw. I didn't want to go through that problem, so I just said, you know what? I'm gonna ask my neighbors around the, the neighborhood. Now, here's the thing about doing this. The problem was, I had this thing over my face. It was a big white mask, basically. It was a t-shirt, and I just had it covered up, and then I tied it in the back using zip ties, you know? Well, uh, yeah, so I didn't want to undo that. It was kind of gonna be a pain in the ass, so I said, okay, I'm just gonna go next door, and I'll just, you know, ask my neighbor. Well, my neighbors know me pretty much as a weird enough guy, so I didn't think anything of it, but they weren't home. So then I went to my next neighbor over, and, and he wasn't home. Well, then I went to the neighbor over at the end of the block there, and now, um, yeah, they have a big dog. 
here I am going through the entire neighborhood in sunglasses, a what looks to be a big white mask over my face, my bald head, and uh, gloves. I'll admit it, it probably wasn't a great idea to do that, but I did. And uh, I did run into a neighbor who <laughs> was home. I mean, it's Mother's Day, so nobody was home, you know. But this neighbor particularly was home. Uh, they're my really nice Indian neighbors who, uh, they're sweet as could be. But here I am showing up at the door, not realizing I'm still covered up in all, all this garb. Uh, I think I scared the living hell out of them. And uh, they didn't have an axe, unfortunately. So that's when I decided to use that bladed edger tool I got. Start chopping that sucker down. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that being said, here, here, here's a little, here's a little advice from yours truly. If you're gonna go out, don't go out covered, looking like some kind of mass serial killer slasher movie. It's not a good idea. Um, even your neighbors. Now, granted, on the other side of that factor, uh, yeah, I'm not really gonna have to worry about giving out holiday cookie bundles this year. I don't think. Uh, my neighbors who were home definitely aren't going to want to get anything from me this year. Indeed! That being said, this has been episode number 54 of Yours Truly here at Geo After Dark. Thanks for listening, and uh, if you like what you hear, please go to my Patreon page. Patreon.com. Go to GeoBron and... If you can, if you got a dollar, if you got five dollars that you can donate, won't someone please think of the starving artists? Go to my Patreon page, Geobron, and donate if you can. Dollar, five dollars, whatever you got. Um, I do say I do accept donations there. It's a monthly donation thing, so please feel free. And also, let me give a shout out to my patrons there who actually have gotten me to sixteen dollars a month. I can afford that large pizza now, and. Uh, Hope to keep on going from there. So thank you so much, guys, for that. Those who have uh, posted uh, to me on my Patreon account, thank you. I really just wanted to give another shout-out again, thanking you for that. Also, if you do like what I do, go to my website, brongraphics.com. And brongraphics.com is where you're going to find everything I do, including, um, you know, my Tubbins and Wiley comics. You'll see a lot of commission art I do there. You'll see tattoo work. No, I don't do the actual needlework. I just do the design work. So if people like design work and they want it done, there you go. You can look at it there. They, it's really it's really an honor to see people's bodies tattooed with something I've drawn that's very, very cool, and I really do appreciate it. My own body has been tattooed that way, so to see others, but I'm insane, so to see others do it is really cool. Um, if you also like what I do, check out uh, Geo's Vixens, which is my salute to pinups. This month on Geo's Vixens, you're going to find the lovely and talented Ms. Uh, Samantha Christensen. Now, Samantha Christensen is a model. She does cosplay, but she also does body painting, which is really super cool. And she is really just freaking kick-ass. She's a good friend of mine out of uh, Winnipeg in Canada, and I am a super huge fan of hers. So... Uh, Samantha, if you're listening, thank you so much for being a vixen. You are awesome. So that'll do us for another episode here at Geo After Dark. I want to thank you all again for tuning in, and good night, America, wherever you are. Mr. Sun.
not sponsored by your friends at the Illuminati. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No dub. Ozone alert. 
The ozone count in the southern region has reached an all-time high. It is estimated that small children and adults under five feet in height will be breathing with a 25% less lung capacity. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.